Everybody and welcome to Friday's Round with Dr. Ron and Kez. Hello, everybody. Yeah, good to be here. Very good to be here. Another it's, round under our belt. Yeah, uh, another round of uh, of amazing uh, golf. Right, really yeah. amazing. Really amazing golf. Just Absolutely. don't look at the scorecard. No, no, it wasn't good. It was a uh, it was a ninety eight and a ninety nine. Which yeah. when we were at Francis Burn and um, not not terrible. I think what's amazing, and I said this to you earlier, is. We're now really unsatisfied with high 90s, right? Like it's a bad day when we get when we're in the high 90s, which is a victory because we used to want to just get under 100. And I think even now, even a month or two later, we're frustrated when it's a 99 and not a 95 or not a 90, right? So, uh, yes, I'm frustrated when it's anything over a 93 now. Really? Yeah. Did you run the statistical modeling or really analyze yes. your feelings? I was going to say 92, but I, I yeah. just wasn't into an, an even number. Yeah, well, sure. Even numbers. Yeah. Will really I like an odd good. number. You do. Well, you're odd. I am odd. Yeah. 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 Odd, you're, odd company. Odd odd for hanging out with me. Exactly. Right? So you're odd. <laughs> so, no, I, yeah, I mean, even 95 does feel like a little high, but I, I'd be happy 95 or below, especially. Uh, uh, well, we talked about your logic with. The forty-five and forty-five and ninety and that sort of thing. Yeah, which, you know, you you kind of set your bar super low. Yeah, to that's handle a, this, the disappointment. That's how my life has felt like like a success, Kez, by setting the bar low. Super low. Yeah. I, when I was an early teenager, I realized I need to set this thing low if I'm going to be happy, and I friggin' set it low. Were you happy? Uh, um, no, but that's not the point. True. <laughs> I blame my parents for that one, though. But I remember we were talking about, um, you know, pars. And, mm-hmm. you know, on a par three, I want to get out of there on it with a par three. And you're like, well, I want a bogey. If I can get a bogey, I'm happy with a bogey. Or Yeah, I'm starting to change my tune. I mean, listen, I'll still take a four on a par three. Yeah. But, yes, I'm starting to feel like I should be parring par threes, you know? I agree. So, you know, okay. So today, um, we talked about this a little bit. And... We're going to reflect on different personalities, right? We're going to do reflections on different personalities today. And um, I think connected to doing a round of golf, uh, being on a round of golf, and what personalities, when they're in your foursome, sort of work for you and make your round better. And, of course, always the metaphor, personalities that you're around in your life, what makes your, what, which ones make your life better versus which ones can really uh, make a round less fun. And by extension, you know, if you're around certain personalities, what make what makes uh, life a little less fun, right? Yes. And and I think that's the name of the game. I think trying to surround yourself as much as possible with people that make you laugh, with people that make you feel good, with people that you're enjoying time passing with, because it's also quick and it's finite. And um, I think really trying to enjoy the people you're around and cultivating that and and it i think it's it really stinks when you're around people that aren't all that enjoyable <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> i hear you but it's funny you know with with our round I will not laugh at your jokes no, no, no. with our round you know we we usually just play the both of us mm-hmm. and we cast a very wide net for people to join us Yes, well, Very right, wide. right. We desperately are seeking people yeah. who will golf with us. So if anyone is out there that wants to play and, well, and create a foursome well, out of our two, then that'd be great. I actually want to run with that for a second. I think a, 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 a future 
foundational element of Friday's round might actually become listeners reaching out to us and saying, hey, man, let's do it. I want to play a round of golf with you. Yes. And I think what they have to be ready for is we're going to have we're going to have a really good time. And I think you're going to really enjoy us because I think Kez and I are very enjoyable people at we're the end of the fun. day. I, right? yeah, we are good and people. you're going to come and you're going to play around with us or we'll meet, you know, and we'll cover the round, you know, yes. you know a county round within county, within round. county, uh, with county rates. Not a, if you're out of county, you have to cover the balance. Preferably you have a card. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if you play with us, we will then basically do a round of what the, ex- we'll do a, a podcast of what the yes. experience was like, what we sort of took from you, what we learned from you, and um, sometimes we might have to trash you, but um, a lot of the times we'll find the good. We'll trash your game, yeah. even if you had a good game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, because I think that's a fascinating thing to honestly chronicle like all different kinds of people and personalities and interactions. I, I think that's that's such an important thing to catalog. Yeah, and to especially in what, you know, how you started before, too. Um, you know, the people that, sur- that you surround yourself with, Yes. you know, they can either, you know, lift you up or yep. bring you down. Yep, absolutely. And we had a couple of experiences mm-hmm. in the last two rounds yeah. where it was night and day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've... The, day our, and night. Day and night, night and day. Yep. Yeah, last podcast we talked about... Um, you know, someone that you had played around with who said, you know, it's over the last 20 something years that yep. I play golf, I can't remember someone that I just did not have a good round yep. or enjoyed the round of golf with. Absolutely. This was this was this guy, Joe. I played Sunset Valley with him, and he was a older guy, kids who were sort of, uh, you know, out of the house in, in their 20s and 30s. This guy was a, a font of wisdom and just a, really just down to earth guy. He's close to retirement. And he talked about that, and it really resonated with me. So I played with him without you. I missed you, Kaz. Yeah, I missed you. But I, t- I took those golden insights, and um, yep, and absolutely. But we then you and I. So here's the thing: we played with a, with a guy named Lou a few weeks back, and we haven't we haven't broadcast about this round yet. And uh, it was a, a bit of a painful partnership. It was, it was a trying round. It was a trying round, yeah. and and I think to set the frame. You know, Lou is not a bad guy, but Lou, I found Lou to be annoying. You know, I found, and I think what fundamentally he was a little like, he thought he was like a head honcho kind of guy. You know, he was older. I mean, he was in yeah. his he was in his sixties, I would argue. Yeah, and I think he almost felt like he was like the head honcho, knew knew better than all of us, um, and it just. It, and it didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel that way to us. It felt oppressive and annoying. Yes, <laughs> it did. And there were a couple situations where, um, you know, we had just kind of we were waiting for you know someone in front of us or you know something along those lines. And he had made he would make some sort of comment. Yes. Um, you know, not really. I've you know, a little uh, derogatory. Yes. Yeah. Right. And Stereotyp- uh, sexist. Stere- sexist yeah, yeah. And- Stereotyping uh, towards towards us, and you know it was like the fourth hole. So right. I thought it was a little early in our right, relationship, right, right, right. to right, start right. that. I mean, I find that my yeah, stereotyping and sexism doesn't drip off of me. So <laughs> I I would think you would not feel that from me until like right. the, the turn thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, a few yeah. holes into past the turn. Let us warm up first. Right. We'll see how we feel. Right. And the bigotry and the uh, right. the isms will come out. Yes, and yeah. um, you know, never would I tell somebody. Uh, that I just started playing around with to pick up the pace, you know, especially when I, I I think I'm doing the right thing and waiting for somebody to get off of the, 
the green. Right, and he and what you mean by that is not because I think we all and Dr. Ron, me talking about myself in the third person, I'll always yeah. under my breath or to you complain about the people ahead of us. Gosh, they're going right. slow. But Lou complained to you about your pace of play. Yes. Yeah. Yes. While I was waiting for somebody to get off the green. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you're. I was kind of doing what I should have been doing. Yeah. And he said, uh, he, you know, just play ready golf. And I said, well, I'm, I'm ready, but they're not. Right. So, right. and then that was the one thing, the, the one issue that we started having throughout the round was he was rushing everybody else Wait, except himself. This guy had... Wait, a tedious um, uh, addressing of the ball process. Yeah. Remember what was it? What was the Red Sox Nomar? Remember Nomar with the gloves? Garcia. Oh yes, of that course. That was that was yeah. his. Like so he would step into the box, there was a, there, and then yes. his routine with his gloves. No. every the same thing over there, and over. But it was like three minutes. No, there was, and there was a lot of he would he would uh, get up to the ball. With his feet together, mm -hmm. okay, and then he would, and I understand if you do this, but you do it quickly, or, or you just somehow you make it work. This yeah. in and of itself was not the problem, but how he did it made made me want to. Then he would punch the, him in the face, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. For lack of and you're very aggressive. You're yeah. not aggressive, actually, I'm, but sometimes I'm, you are right, very aggressive. Right, right. I'm a pacifist, but yes. you know, but uh, really want to be uh, a warrior. Right. Yeah. I just, and then he would put the club head in front of the ball. Remember, he yes. would drop that in front of the ball. Did he just do then that he would the, make his. Absolutely. Then he would move his feet and then drop everything down. It was like a forty-five second. It was. It was a real process. But it was with every yeah, club. Every, every club, every shot. Yeah, it, it, it definitely added minutes on each hole. Yes. Yes. And here he was telling my good friend Kez. Yeah, and know? I'm very aware of my surroundings and oh, pace of play. Like, if, I, if anyone oh. wants to complain about pace of play, right. it's me. Yep. I, I, yep. I'm very impatient. I'm impatient, Pollock. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, for sure. That's what happens. Yep. That's. <laughs> but um, yeah. So then we had to we had to figure out a way to make that work because it was the th fourth hole, right? It was. It, what was the way to make it work? I, what we bailed after twelve holes. I think we we left after twelve holes. I mean, right? We ended up actually having to because there was a rain, there was a frost delay. We started like an hour and a half late, and we had our kids. We we, we don't have the same kids, uh, but uh, we had we went to our respective children's yes um, parent, parent teacher, teacher conferences. conferences. Yep, yep. And they were they were scheduled in the middle of the afternoon. We thought we were going to have more than enough time to bang out our round and then go to those things. Right. And of course, because of the frost delay, we didn't. And we, we did heavily think about bailing on the uh, parent-teacher conferences, right? We did. We had a moment. We yeah. really, we've, we worked it right to the wire we in terms of we, we went, we like drove into the school parking lot as if we would drive into right. the parking lot. Absolutely. Kez actually did, like, did like a turn on, and, and, and I fell I, out the passenger. And, and he fell, fell out, out the, the yeah, I, I, I like, I kicked the car to the side. Opened the door. He he rolled out. Yeah, right yeah. up to the front stoops of the of the school yard yeah. of the school building and uh, made it to his conference, which was ten minutes before my conference. I was able to park the car. Thank you. You were able to park the car yeah. and get something to eat. But I do think that yeah yeah yeah, which is yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, I do think that uh, we ended the round early with Lou. That was our strategy. Yeah, we weren't really well. It it happened that way, but um, there if were we a loved, couple. If we loved the guy, would we have stayed? 
No, but we would have had we won't we wouldn't mind and we won't mind yep. if we were to happen to get teamed up with him again. But I know if we have to play around and it's his two I know I'm not making an eight fifteen tea time on uh at, at Francis Byrne on Fridays. Because <laughs> that's lose domain because yeah. here's what happened, right? So the following week, the following Friday, uh just this past Friday, we go out uh and we had a really great round, and we'll talk about this great personality that we were with, Don, a really yep. enjoyable personality. Um, somebody we knew, sort of, but we really didn't know that well, and then we played with him. We had a great time. But Lou, the dentist, yep, because I think, you know, if anybody wanted to guess what this annoying sort of person did for a profession, it was dentistry, you know, which really... Just legitimizes all the jokes that well, I've heard over the past you had, forty years. You had a really good point uh-huh. where it was, you know, how do you know how you know how would you know that he's a dentist? And right. it was like it's a, it's a very one sided conversation. Like you're sitting in the chair, <laughs> someone has their fingers in your mouth and it's talking, and you can't re- respond. You can't respond, so he's got you trapped. Like so, I mean, what actually the reason <laughs> I knew he was a dentist, he saw the bag and he acted surprised. But I then absolutely, I think Lou's whole thing was he figured out at a young age um just like i realized i needed to set low expectations in order to feel satisfied i think he learned at a low age that the only way that people are gonna sort of listen to what i have to say is if basically somehow they're bound and gagged and can't leave they can't flee and i think to lose credit he wasn't a sociopath and didn't want to kill people and trap them in basements and do that to them you know thankfully so he said i'll be a dentist yeah. And I'll, 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 you know, I'll give them some, some laughing gas, maybe to, to be kind. But I'll, I'll have them strapped down in a seat with the fear of God of me owning their mouth, and they'll have to just listen to what I have to say. Yeah, and he was playing a competitive round with his partner. Yes, I believe you know, he, he was, was telling him there to was. pick up the ball, and that guy was super. Like I think that's the yeah, only guy that could possibly play with him. He was very, very placid. mellow. Yeah, yeah, placid, yeah, yeah, like a, like a, like a dead lake. <laughs> <laughs> Placid like a dead lake, but really no. Very like an algae bloomed. Yeah, lake. yeah, no, yeah. Right, right, right. Like a, a, a nicely bloomed algae lake. Nice. You know, like. But um, and that guy was funny because he'd hit his ball to the left side of the fairway short, and he'd be looking for the ball right side of the fairway long. Yes. Right. Like it's just like he was. He was he so was, off. He was fifty yards to the wrong side, left or right, and a hundred yards to the wrong side. You know, up and down. So. That contributed to a little bit of a slower round as well. I think we would have gotten done with eighteen, even with the frost delay, if it wasn't for Lou and his and his partner. Yeah, uh, and his, and his it's buddy. possible. Yeah. So what happened is the following Friday, we're playing, and Lou and I believe his buddy, yeah, uh, were the the whole ahead of us. Yeah, they started. So they teed off ten minutes before us, and it was definitely them. Yeah. And oh, I, it was I, them. And I think that it was definitely them. Yeah, and I yeah. think they knew. I feel like at some point Lou knew it was us because I have the obnoxious, I have the obnoxious uh, for Father's Day was a gift, the Michigan golf bag. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. you know, maybe I'm a little narcissistic and think people sort of notice me more, but I feel like that bag was noticeable, especially at a few of the holes where they're almost passing you after their tee shot while we're sort of finishing yeah. up on the green. Or the when the and, one time it, your bag fell into the sand trap multiple times because you couldn't. <laughs> Put it up properly. That, that's right. Because they right. were walking by and they saw yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's 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 a very hard thing sometimes to position the bag near sand trap the right way. I'll I'll tell you what's even more confusing if we just sort of jump onto this for a second for our true golf aficionados. 
just to veer into this for a second. I have really bad. I I, I have not gotten the down yet the the idea of that you put the bag on the side of the green closest to like yeah. the next hole up enough because I am chasing after my bag after every sort of green experience after we've putt. I'm like my bag is forty yards behind me. You know, and I know that's a little obnoxious for the people who are trying to hit up. It's not that obnoxious. I'm not. I'm. I'm conscious of that. But my bag's all over the place. I'm crossing over the green. This and that. And I think that what happens is I'm lazy. And on the front end, I want to put the bag in a in a easier spot for me. Right. But then it burns me on the back end. So bag placement, Kez, is something that I have to work. Yeah, it's consider other people on the course and their bag and when you're placing your bag. Right. Right. Sure. Sure. You can't always think about yourself. Well, here's maybe something. Which is kind of easy because all you have to do is just walk up and you kind of know where the next hole is. You just put it right there. Right. Right. But I think it's your your approach shots are so poor that you get frustrated Mm. and then you just want to you leave the bag. You just want to go hit it again. It's interesting because I'm the one who scored the 98 and you're the one who scored the 99. But what what I find fascinating can we can you explain to our listeners? how you mark a ball because what's amazing well, to me let me is I, you I don't think we have to I, I'm going to give you the Kez tip okay if anyone if anyone just is going to take anything away from my game when you're when you're marking cheat. your ball cheat. when you're marking your ball on the, on the green yes you put the the ball marker in front, in front of, of the ball, ball sure right so because then you clean no up your ball that. you know yeah. you check the line make right. sure everything's cool right. and, then, and then when you put your ball back down right. you, put you put it in, in front, front of the ball marker yes i've i've realized that you have gained right? yeah you've gained so you could feet. potentially pick right. up Three to six inches. Yep. If you're right. placing it properly, yeah. you know, so that's that's the depending tip. on how you measure. That's the tip. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. So you you mark the ball. All right. You put it in the front, and then right. you put the ball in front of the marker. It was amazing, and I I saw him do this for the first time, and I was blown away. Yeah. And because you didn't think about it. Yes, I did not think to right. cheat myself in the game of right. golf. Ah, yes. You're just gaining an advantage, a tactical advantage. But this is where you're. It's an you're, advantage. No. This is where yeah. your disrespect for the ethos of the game, of being a true gentleman. Yeah. While I might be some schmuck who leaves my bag in the wrong spot and I'm yeah. running all around anxious about it afterwards, because I run and get it, I'm never really, I think, cumbersome to the people behind us. Right. But at least I'm a gentleman. Um, you, sir, yeah. are no gentleman. But I do get closer putts. And you that's do. what you it do. all comes you down to. You do, you do. Um, <laughs> It's remarkable. I really need to work on my on my bag game. My yes. bag game around the green. Yes. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't want to start this off as like a bash on Lou, but well, I did. You didn't. I did. So, you know, there were certain times where you know he was you know nice around the greens and you know kind of. Um, you know, a little complimentary. Right. Um, was he? When it was towards his advantage. But. I mean, he also had this whole thing. He was like, and again, I, I, it's 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 a little mean. He was from Brooklyn, New York. And listen, my parents were born and raised in Brooklyn, and I connected with him on that. But he, you know, and he was being nice when he said this. And I get it. And there's a Brooklyn pride that when you say this. But he's like, I, everybody wants to know where the center of the world is. And it's Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. And I think that spoke a little bit to his... Uh, Maybe benevolent narcissism. I mean, he was just like he was just. It was about Lou. It was. It wasn't about Lou. It was about Lou's way. Right. Like Lou felt very controlling. Yeah. And oh I, yeah, yeah. Lou, I want to be free when I play with a foursome. I I want to be me. Or and do you? Like or Lou do you want to be the me. one in the I controlling? Be, I want to be. In the you want to be the controller. It's, I'm the captain. 
you know, any foursome that I go out with, I'm the leader. And yeah. Lou, I think, I think Lou and I would have killed each other if we were in a unit together in war. We would have just killed one another battling for, for the leadership role. So how did it feel actually meeting yourself? Uh, it was not impressive. It, was <laughs> not, it did not feel good. <laughs> Tall, sort of annoying guy from Brooklyn. God, it's like staring at right. If I was born thirty years earlier, you that just don't. Been me. Yeah, that was that was Ugh, you. That's disgusting. That you. Jesus, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. Now, Don. Don on the, on the other hand, hand, he was. I mean, this guy is a force of nature. First of all, fantastic mustache. He has an unbelievable mustache, and, and he's had it for a while. Right. Let's, can I tell you? No, yeah, can ahead, I tell please. you a story about Don though? This this kind of. Is, is non golf related or yeah. anything, but Folklore. so we we're in um, we're in a town where we have open. I play basketball, right? And that's where I met Don. Yep. He he runs the uh, open gym or ran the open gym in, in town. Okay. And um, I went there with one of my neighbors. It was the first time we went to the open gym right. like eight years ago, and my neighbor is still to this day one of the top ten leading scorers in high school in the state of New York. Okay. Top ten. Right. So if you can uh, think of all no, the amazing. great like athletes you that came out, played college ball. Obviously, he played college yeah, ball. I know. Yep. I know. You've told me about him. Uh, super great guy. But top ten in New York State. Scoring. The whole state of high school. So, so the whole state. You're, you're like Felipe me, Lopez. Yeah, all but those I was going to say like Kenny Anderson and like uh, top ten. Like those guys are yeah. in there, right? I mean, he's, I don't know about Kenny Anderson, but I know Kenny Anderson. Lo- I, know I, I, know, I have, yeah, I absolutely remember him. And uh, what's his name? Not Strawberry, but what was his name? He had the strawberry Marbury. sneakers. Marburg. Yeah, Stephon yeah. Marbury. Yes. Yep. Top ten. Jeez. So, um, so he actually in where our block at the end of our block is actually a different town. So I right. tell this guy, I say, you know, why don't you come with me to open gym? You know, it'll be a lot of fun. There's like 20 guys that play, and and we, I talk him into it. And the whole time he's like nervous. You know, I don't really live in your town. Right. I'm like, listen, you're not voting, right? We're just going right. to go play basketball. Right, and steal and, and then bet some money. And, yeah, you know, right. right. So we go to the courts. We have a lot of fun, and um, we win two or three games right off mm-hmm. the bat. And guess who comes up to us <laughs> to ask us and – it's Don. Don comes up to us and says, you know what? Let me wadir you boys. <laughs> wadir. What's wadir Wadir mean? is like a legal term. Oh. Uh, to, you know, wadir. Yes. Wadir. But right. in... Uh, oh, I know what it is. Is he a lawyer, by the way, Don? I don't think so. That's okay. the funny part about it. Go ahead. It. So Spain he starts story. asking us, you know, right. where do you live? Right. How well, long have you lived there? Right. And we're just like... You know, I don't know what. So then he tells us that we can't play any more games. Get out! Really? And we have to sit on the side of the court. Are you serious? So the other teams can play. Yeah. So then we're wow. like, all right, you know what? Forget this. We leave. And then fast forward a year or two, and now I'm coaching softball right. with yes, Don. Don, right? Yeah. And the mustache. I remember the mustache. Oh, it's right hard to forget mustache. I mean, it's that amazing. mustache has been there since like '87. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I would think <laughs> that's even not, before that. That's not like uh, 2000s trying to be hip. Only he from, can, Brooklyn, from Brooklyn, Lou, from Brooklyn. <laughs> but I feel like only he could pull that mustache off. Oh my God, it's yeah. a solid mustache. I mean, him and John Bolton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a John Bolton mustache. A little less, a little less white, and a little bit, yeah, more, yeah, a little yeah. bit more dirty blonde white. But, yes, I mean, it's dirt, a, it was dirty blonde. It was yeah. it was West Virginian. Well, that's the thing. So Don's from West Virginia. Told me the story about how he grew up, and like they they built a nine hole course when he was a kid, a mile up a hill, so he would like ride his bike up this hill every day and go play golf. Yeah. And uh, on a nine-hole course in West Virginia, probably in like 19, you know, 1971, you know. And um, it was pretty cool. 
Yeah. And uh, he's a good golfer. Uh, that's crazy. So he was sort of like the law. He laid down the law at this laid open down the basketball. Law. Yeah. So and that's who Don is. He's the sheriff. He right? is the sheriff, but he it wasn't, you know, that going back on, you know, reflections on the personalities. Yep. That was my kind of intro. That would have been my my first experience with him. Right. Right. And that would have left me, you know, what a horrible experience I had. And I just, I, sh- I would have been like this guy. I don't even want to talk to him. I don't, you know, right. Very rude, yeah, arrogant, I, whatever. Yeah, I would have maintained that that feeling forever. Um, but more. then we, you know, then what, I. What did it for you? What changed things? I realized that he was. It's just him. You know, it's not it's like just, he wasn't. Right, he he, dead, he had he yeah he had serious, everyone else's just, kind of interest right, right. because we were winning games and there, there were guys that just weren't playing. Right, and he wanted everybody to play, which right. it was right. Right, you know, that's, that's and it, is, it was a, a Glen Ridge town sort of thing. Yes, yeah. Right. But so the irony is, the irony is, he doesn't live in Glen Ridge now anymore. Anymore, anymore Any- but he plays there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, really? I didn't want to bring that up. To oh, him. that's fantastic. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. But that was a first impression that um, I was able to overcome. Yes. Right. right. And and I, I think, think of situations like that where maybe Lou. Maybe he was just having a bad day, you know. Maybe yeah. it just what. Maybe that wasn't him, you know. Maybe so there was positive. something going on. You're so willing to uh, be open-minded. I, I sort of like to make judgments. And, and well, I think we all like to make judgments, but mm-hmm. you know, who's it to say that we're making the right judgment? No, I, we we certainly might not be. In fact, we probably aren't. But that's an interesting question because I mean, I there's almost a way where I think. Making judgments and sort of rolling with your judgments until any time where you want to change your judgment or you feel compelled to change your judgment. I don't know if that's the worst thing. You know, I mean, sometimes having opinions and having judgments, it's sort of like the, I don't know, it's a little bit of the spice of life. Yeah. I I, I actually like if, you know, I, I agree. You have a judgment, but you don't like cement it. Yes, you I know, think they'd be right. Be stubborn, so stubborn with it that you don't accept new data that might honestly change the uh, the judgment. Yeah. So I think we should play another round with Lou. Oh, God in heaven! All right, we got to play another round with Lou. I think that it's. I think boring you know, bastard. He better step up his addressing the ball process. But you know who taught me He's that? Like square dancing with the ball. Yeah, I know that was really bad. Really but you know who taught me that? Don. Don. Don teaches you these things, right? So, and Don. Don was very, he had, at first I didn't know. I, I think that was the dynamic with Don, right? He was one of those guys where I think at first you're like, wait a minute, is this guy going to be cool? Is he going to get it? Is he going to be like way too serious and almost like, like, almost like g- weird gym teacher from like, you know, right. you know, 1984 or something like, like almost just like really doesn't get sarcasm and, and, and doesn't know how super to just dry. stay loose, right, and yeah. super dry and super like the authority on the police officer, you can't play here, these are the rules. Yeah. And I was a little scared about that at first, and fortunately Don was not that way at all. Don was able to joke around, Don was able to sort of get jokes and our banter. He very much partook in making fun of us in a not mean way, but in a sort of collaborative way. Yep. And um, but th- that's the thing. Like, I don't think Lou was very collaborative. It was like Lou's way or the highway. Yeah. And I, I mean, Don had much less of that feel. The yeah. Lou, maybe Lou and Don should like wrestle for <laughs> our loyalty in like a cage match. What do you think? 
I don't know. I, I no. kind of like the fact that Don called me a uh, strapping young man. So Don did call you a strapping young man. He no, I'm wondering just to... if he was serious about that. But then he mocked it. you for not hitting the ball farther than him. I know. Right? He was like, he's like, oh, wait, you know, you're, you a, should be you're, his... a, you're a strapping young man. And I'm, you know, I'm 52 and you're a strapping young man. And I just hit the ball. You should be with your legs and put put the legs into it on a non-cold day. And you should be, you should be beating my me by 40, 50 yards. <laughs> I know. And he didn't sound like that, but I no, agree. Yeah. That'd be good. I would say that was a close. Like that. Yeah, a close. Exactly. yeah, it's better than my uh, my my uh, stereotyping Italian accent from last time. Yes, right? yes, that was a bad. Was oh, I'm a I'm a Giuseppe. I'll do it again. Especially the person was Asian. I know. Right, right. It was it was really off the mark. Sort of like. Um, Sort of like your nine irons. Um, Yo, you know, hey. You know. um, but uh, he was pretty funny. So, what were some Don highlights? Let me just uh, let me. So, Kez, Kez, this gives you a flavor for Don. That's why we go through it because it's funny stuff when it's happening. Uh, I hope everybody else finds it funny now. Um, Kez got a nine on one of the holes, right? And somehow he sort of gets up to the tee box on the next hole and starts to like. Get prepared to hit the first tee shot. And Don's like, I guess nine takes the honors. That's right. And I was just like, I, I like hugged Don at that moment. I just honestly <laughs> hugged him. I just, I played with his mustache for a few minutes. I was, I was in love, you know? So that, yeah, was, was, a, that was a great Don line. That was. Um, this was a Don line that was a little bit less, I think, self, a little bit less like consciously aware. But I got a huge kick out of it because Kez hit his tee shot. This was on, I think, six. To the to the right, uh, you know, into the into the shit a little bit, and Don's like, uh, it's it's towards the evergreens, but it didn't get there. Uh, it's by <laughs> lots of leaves, by the ravine, and he was being totally serious, but it was fantastic. It's by the evergreens, <laughs> but it didn't get there, meaning it didn't get far enough to get to the evergreens, and there are a lot of leaves, which is where they're blown when uh, it's a fall day and uh, you hit the ball where you shouldn't, and it's by the ravine. He called it a ravine. I was ready to go gold mining with him in 1876. Love that West Virginia. It's oh, 49, not 76. 1849. 1849. Gold. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only reason I know that is because they're, they're not called the, the San Francisco 76ers. Yeah. Damn it. Don oh, yeah, when fantastic. I topped the ball, I was like, I topped it. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Kez just br- brutally topped the ball. I think after a really good drive or something, too. I forget. I mean, it was just a really bad topping the ball. And so he's like, I topped it. And Don, deadpan, he's like, yeah. 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 And he, like, then he spit tobacco out into a spittoon. It was fantastic. But I love, you know, I think when we played, so it started to rain. Mm-hmm. And, and Don, right toward, yes. Go Don ahead. had a, an umbrella. <laughs> well, do you remember when Don offered me the yellow cherry? Don offered. So I'm sitting at hole one. And, I, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, damn, I was, you know, I was supposed to get into like the low 50s, maybe even mid 50s. So I, I really only wore like, like a like a, a golf sh- a short sleeve golf shirt and then like a, a one layer on top of that and I'm cold at the first tee and I, it was fine it, every, everything ended up being all right but I was like ooh man I really didn't wear enough layers it's cold Don bless his West Virginia mustache heart pulls out a ye- I don't know how to describe this this was like a yellow fisherman's slash crossing guard coat from 1971. And he's like, here, you know, wear this. It, it, I always have it in my bag just in case. And then I had to bumble for the next, like, 40 seconds with an excuse of not, that's the most disgusting piece of 
clothing I've ever seen and there's no way I can wear that too. And I had to instead somehow be like, no, it's good. I, you know what? I want to warm up. And Don yeah. was so sincere. And that's why I thought Don was maybe not going to get any sarcasm or other social right. nuance for the whole round. Well, because... I did like when Don was like, yeah, if, if I only you know wear it when I'm dumb enough not to dress properly. <laughs> that's Don, Don would drop these things that were half aware, half unaware. Don might be either this... I don't know. Don was special. He was awesome. He was amazing. Yeah. He totally said that, right? Yeah, yeah he but did. But you should... Guys, you should have seen this thing. He pulls it out of his bag. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's better for me. I mean, I was coming up with every poor excuse in the book to just not wear that thing. It was... Yeah. It would have been... I would have lost all of my dignity and I would have gained 10 strokes wearing that thing. Right. So, that that's Don. But he was well prepared. He... Uh, absolutely. He oh, pulled we, out a sandwich on 16. He, you told me Which this. was he awesome. A tuna. Tuna. I think it was tuna, yeah. Which is a bold move after, you know, three and a half hours to pull out the tuna sandwich. He was just so well prepared. I think this is, the, he's the kind of guy who you want to go on a five-day camping trip yes, with. Yes, right? yes, yes. Right? And and you hope he doesn't accidentally shoot you with, like, the, <laughs> the, the, the musket, right? I think it would be on purpose. He'd definitely he'd shoot you. He would, purpose. yeah. I mean, if he felt like it was reasonable to shoot you, he'd shoot you. And that, that was Don. So Don actually... He revealed at a certain point he started to elaborate on the new scoring system in golf that's just been instituted this year where if you hit it, I guess, into the woods off your tee shot, yes, you could hit a provisional, but now you could you could be hitting four up by where your where your golf ball went into the woods, but right. really even off the fairway up there. So you can put it this, on but, the fairway. But this yeah. caused a, only if it goes out of bounds though. Which we won't. We was actually it only don't out know. Of bounds? Yeah, if only if it goes out. Yours, no, I think it wasn't only out of bounds. Yours wasn't out of bounds. That's right, but why it was lost in the woods. Right, but it wasn't OB. And of course, I wasn't going to lie like you and go into the woods and find a ball four minutes later in the middle of like a leafy fall with oh, a I'm perfect sure a Callaway per- somewhere. Yeah, with a perfect shot onto the fairway to, to to rescue you. But Don, so Don informed us about that rule, and I think that's something we should talk about more. The rules. I think we no need to know these scoring rules better because we used to only take a one-stroke penalty. There's this whole thing that we have to figure out on that. Well, I never lost any balls, so I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it... yeah, no, no. It's an amazing, it's an amazing fact yeah. in life that you have not lost any. I come balls. back with more. Yeah, yeah. You have lots of balls. Um, and but he he told us about that, and this is what I'm saying. It's just like he was full of knowledge, of, full of knowledge, yeah. right? So he was telling us about the scoring. He also told us. This is a little bit something separate. He he told us about maybe trying to de-loft our driver. Yeah. Because I have a driver where it's adjustable, and, and so did he. And he was talking about, yeah, I, I actually run my driver at an eight point eight and a half degree eight and loft. Half. Eight and a half. Whereas, like, right now, my and my driver could go down to nine. I'm at a ten and a half degree loft. Well, he did kind of sneak in. Well, yeah, a lot of amateurs that just hack around the golf course use a ten and a half. And Ronnie and I were both... Again, well, he, would, he would drop these blazing insults, but unlike Lou... They were true. They were right, true, they were, they were true, so so we, we had to take them. Yeah. And th- there was just something about his disarming way that, that made it work. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Lou was just more, like, annoyingly obnoxious, sort of, somehow. He was saying it more hurtful. More hurtful, yeah. yeah. And Lou was... I mean, right, and, uh, and, and Don And Don was, was just saying it. Yeah, he was just saying facts. It. Absolutely. Right, just like <laughs> right, like you die in the wilderness within a couple of days, Ron. Whereas I'd survive, Doctor Ron, while, while I'd survive, right, right, right. he was just dropping them like facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how, that's that's done. Yep. 
Um, but he also helped, you know, um, with my swing. You know, he was helping me out. Um, I, he was telling me I was dropping my shoulder, and I was. Well, that was the other great thing. He, he really, he, he, he was like he was that. Help, just happened. Helpful. He was Super helpful. helpful. He was like that. Just happened. It's either the ba ba ba, or ba ba ba. He gave two reasons why, and they were both intelligent reasons. Obviously, that I can't remember now because I'm not that intelligent about yep. my golf swing. He was actually critiquing your golf swing. Um, well, he was helping me. Yeah, yeah. Because mine's better. But yeah. I saw a lot of promise right. in mine. It was strapping. Strapping, it was just strapping. Like, it was just a strapping. strapping ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was. He was helpful. Yeah. He was a. He was like a, a walking. He was like an Encyclopedia Britannica. Yes. Remember, right? I forgot what he said. Um, like when the he, C. The you know? C. Yeah. When he does the C or D volume in the C, Encyclopedia. C or D. Yeah, yeah. Probably D for Don. He was D, like the D, D volume. D for Don. Yeah. yeah. D volume. When he doesn't use his hips, he doesn't use his legs, his he legs. doesn't get that much on his drive. Right. He's and it's he, cold. he pushes the ball. Yeah. Um, it, it ends up going off to the right. He's a, he's a right-handed guy. And I asked him, I said, you know, how do you know that you're pushing the ball? And he explained about his wrists and, you know, when he's going through the swing. Yeah. And he lost me when he started talking about pushing the ball. But yeah. he still you know, tried to explain everything. Yeah. And, yeah. In a, in and it a, didn't sound like bullshit. Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah. I think sometimes you talk to certain people, and their way of trying to express knowledge, you sometimes feel like, all right, you need to be a Mister Know It All. You're, yeah. He just, he wasn't a Mister Know It All. He just knew a lot. Yeah. Which is re- really refreshing and different than being a know it all. And he made that round a lot of fun. Yeah, he did. In the rain. Yep. In the cold Absolutely. and the wind. Remember like, when he when he when he burned two sticks together and he created did, fire. Yeah, it was amazing. Remember that? It was pouring right. and he still yep. got the flame. And then he, he, he discovered algebra on, on 14. Remember <laughs> that? When he figured that one out? That was amazing. I, I You know, I, I, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. That was because uh, we needed that fire. He also hit a 290 drive. Can we talk about that for a sec? That was a bomb with an uh, eight and a half loft. I mean, and he, there was I, no high, I would argue was, that that's potentially why he got to 290. He so said it hits low. lower, and then it, ra- it really ran. Yep. And it was it was hard enough ground that it ran. He was very humble about that, though. Like, so here's this like 52. Oh, year I was old telling guy. him right. Remember, I was I was saying. Oh, you, I think that's a 300. Uh, you weren't telling him. I mean, you were you, uh, yeah. you, you sort of shimmied his pants down at that. Point. I was, it was, a little, it was a little. I, told, I said that's a 300 yard drive. Uh-huh. 300. Uh-huh. And he was like, No, nah, no, nah, the 150 mark here. It's about you know maybe 290, 280. Right. And I was I was like, I don't think. So no, like, and he kept saying, "Well, you know, listen, with the hard ground, and it ran a lot, and yep. it's just the hard ground and the right thing." Because you took you took your second shot <laughs> no, no. with a five iron, this, and he was still ten yards ahead. No, of no, you. we all hit, we all hit very good on that. We, in fact, I outdrove you on that hole, and Definitely I was not. dead. Se- I was dead center of the fairway. You were all the way up on the I right, on the right side. You were on the right side, yeah, but I was and you were, you were not farther than me. This yeah. this this is a fallacy. This is fake news. But um. He was very humble about his 290 drive. Like, how cool is that, right? You're hanging with a dude. He's giving you good knowledge. And then he hits a 290 drive where the farthest drive we hit all day was 240 or so, 250 at most. Yeah. At most. Yeah. A lot of our drives were 220. He hits 70 yards further than us. He's 10 years older than us, if not even 12 years or so older than us. And he was humble about yeah. that. Like, And it, it was just so cool. It was so natural. That was just Don, right? It was... Hanging with a good guy. A little quirky in his own way, but a good guy. Which was a good character. Yeah. 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 So that's that that's our reflection on these different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And what we try to take away from it. Yeah. You know, if you could be whoever you want to be, but you know, if you make f- situations, you know, you don't you don't come across as someone that's open-minded and, you know, f- you 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 make the whole situation 
very difficult for everyone in your group. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just annoying, too. Or you, but if you, you don't know it, that's the problem. Yeah, well, self-awareness is one of... Listen, that's one of the biggest uh, sort of skills that somebody can have is the, the skill of self-awareness, right? Yeah. To sort of know, listen, even if I'm annoying sometimes... I know I'm annoying, so then I'll tone it down, and I'll right. ask about you a little bit. I've been talking too much about myself, right? I mean, really having enough of that self-monitoring ability, yeah. right? Um, and then I guess it comes down to also, you know, just common respect. You know, yeah. maybe Lou thought that he would never play around with us, didn't give, a, didn't care at all whatsoever, and right. just was like, whatever. You know, whereas in, you know, you kind of, you never know when you're going to run into somebody else again. You never know when you might need help right, right, or not, somebody right. might need help from you right. or, you What know, if we you need know. some dentistry work? Yeah, you know, you know, someone could have took, took a, took a five iron to the mouth and, you know, you need a dentist. Is right. there a dentist on the course? So, right, right. You well, I think How many times what, have you heard that? Absolutely. A lot. Countless, you know, every other round. Right. Uh, this is maybe why Lou is so cocky. He's, you know, he... Typically has to do dentistry on call, on, on call and on the course, on call, yeah. and he knows you're probably going to need his dentistry skills at some point before the 18 holes is over. Right, that might have been why he was so cocky. That's possible. I mean, dentists just live on a another planet of of, of ability and importance, right? So cockiness, unbelievable. Yeah. No, but but we don't know, we the, don't mean to offend any of the no, dentists. No, right. There. I mean, I also got, I got a root canal seven years ago. And the, the the guy did it for me, and he's like, okay, in like a week or two, go and get this temporary thing that I've just filled it with. Get it, get it, you got to get a cap on you it. You still have it. It's seven years later. <laughs> he told me to do that after about two weeks. It is still a temporary fill that I have on my root canal. I've several times started to feel the pain again, which has made me feel like the root canal has come back. I just wait it out, and the pain goes away, and then I think I'm good again for like another like year or two. So what what's going to happen first? You get that permanent filled or you get your trunk fixed? I think the trunk is definitely going to get fixed before the tooth is going to get fixed. I do. I'm starting to get frustrated. It's, it's like, right, like, I think on Friday after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, I am going to, like, gloriously bring the car to the mechanic and be like, here are three fucking things that are wrong with it. Where are you going to Pep Boys? I go to a, I go to a, um, um, BP over by over by where I live. Was that was that a shot? But the Pep Boys thing. I go to Jiffy Lube. I go to Jiffy Lube. They do it quick, and they they always use extra lube. Midas. No, I think uh, the trunk's gonna happen before the tooth. All right, good. Yeah, but going back to our main point, which is yes. a little difficult to resuscitate, but sorry, it's okay. It's okay, but. What what were we talking about here? Uh, reflections on personalities. No, don't don't go. Yes, yes, but we were talking about self awareness and self monitoring. Right, 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 right. And right. Can, if I can pontificate a little bit more, may okay. I? Yeah, should we put I music a, on? I sure. I am a fake doctor. <laughs> I think there's a danger very much in over uh, over self monitoring. Right. Mm -hmm. I want people to just think about this for a second. There's absolutely. We're talking about Lou. He's our sort of. Our, our guy that's sort of the fall guy for the idea that you need to be able to self-monitor enough. And I think that's very true. I think that's a really valuable skill to have. I think as parents, you want to try to teach your kids that to a reasonable degree. But here's the flip side. You don't want to teach your kids. You yourself don't want to be somebody who over self-monitors because then that's where worry and anxiety and being too self-conscious and being too worried about what other people think, that's where that kicks in. And that's, that's a buzzkill more so often 
for yourself than other people, right? Like right. I happen to be, a, I think, a, as much as you might laugh because of some of the ridiculous things I do, I, I'm a pretty, I think, significant, like I'm high in self-monitoring. Right. And therefore, I spent a lot of time worrying about things in my head, overthinking things in my head, thinking people were concerned about something or thinking about something. Did I offend them? Yep. Was I to this? Was I to that? And I'm doing nothing but driving myself crazy and making myself not feel good. And, and it's unnecessary. Right. So I think one of the goals in life is to be self-aware enough uh, and self-monitor enough, but not over self-monitor. So it's a it's a a needle you're trying to thread potentially. So Kez, you seem to be quiet because I'm impressing you with so much of my knowledge, and you're sort of mesmerized by facets of humanity that you've never thought about before. What are you thinking as I discuss this? I, you know, it's a very good point. And what I'm, I'm actually thinking is, you know, you, you'll never know what you actually are unless someone tells you. Unless you have an experience where, you know, someone says, you know, hey, you know, relax, right? Or because how, how are you going right. to realize yourself that okay, you know, I'm really I'm I'm self monitoring way too much too right much. now, you know, because well, great... you're because you're kind of in that you're you've built your own. Well, that's your reality, right? Right, that, exactly. that's the lens you think, and you, you think, think that's... that's normal. Yes. Very so that's that's what I was thinking about and wow. trying to trying to figure out, you know, uh, maybe it is maybe someone should tell Lou. I, that's where I'm going with this. First of all, I was going to sort of say how does. You, it's very good point in terms of how does somebody who, who over self monitors too much? How do they know? Listen, I mean, sometimes I think they find themselves in therapy potentially because yeah. they're really riddled with way too much overthinking about things. And I, therapy is a good space, I would argue, to sort of maybe realize that that's hold on, that's not necessarily so so normal. You could you could self monitor less. Hold on, maybe maybe you need to realize that how much you've been doing it has been excessive. Um, or somebody telling telling you that a friend somehow if they if they know enough about you and they're willing to say it, but yes, your point. Maybe how does Lou know that he's so, under self monitoring? I think it's our, our it's our job. It's our job too. Our job. That's why I think uh, we have, on Friday we have an A fifteen and we, we're doing it. We Don, have to have a we'll, you know Don will deputize us. Don Don the sheriff will deputize yes. us. Yes, and we deputized. We will then go and teach Lou. That he is, yeah. he is we always under have to have like a Friday's round intervention. A hundred percent, right? Oh my God! Yeah, this is this is we the future. To, yeah, we, it is. This is the future. If, yeah, I you know I kind of feel bad whoever invites us out to a round of golf because it's right. They're going to learn lots of stuff about their personality yeah, that needs to change. Someone wants yeah. to have an intervention with them, and Absolutely. it's over a round a fr- of golf. Fri- a Friday's round intervention. Yeah. FRI. Yeah, so please, guys, reach out if you want your Friday's round intervention. Yeah. We'll be totally honest. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. All we're we, we're that, here to help you. Yeah. It's, we're here to help you. Just be a better person, mm-hmm. not so much golfer. Yeah, no, no, no. Golf, golf, we're golf still trying suffer. to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, that's going to suffer. But, but definitely a better person. <laughs> cooler. I think cooler. That's our goal. Yeah, more yeah. just socially acceptable. Yes, so socially thriving. Yeah. Yeah, I can give you some, you know, some outfit tips. Yes, yeah, I, got, can, I got some good hats. Absolutely. You know? yeah, yep, and I can, I can just be there. Yep, I can just sort of be there. I can make you look good. Basically, I have an ability to make other people look good. Um, so <laughs> stand I'll next do that. to Doctor Ron, yep. you look like a million dollars. I'll do that for you, and uh, it'll be like the Friday's round makeover. 
Wow. Yeah. Right? I think, wow, we could. That's, that's right. Fr- Friday's Round Makeover on the Bravo Network. Yep. Friday's yeah, yeah. Round intervention, intervention on whatever network. Has Family intervention Network. Shows. Something, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, totally. Yes. This is the lifestyle brand. Oh. It's, it's, we're it's helping huge. everyone. We're helping. Help us help you. Yeah, we're helping one golfer at a time. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's a great well, phrase. <laughs> it's really Friday's good. round. Helping one golfer helping at a time. Helping one golfer, even if they don't want it. Right, right. Even if we have to pay them to come on our show and be our guest. <laughs> all right. Well, so I think it. Yeah. I think we've covered some really. good We've covered here. a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all about you know reflection on personalities. Reflections on being different personalities. Yeah. And uh, what knowing, makes... knowing when you should just stop talking. Right, like probably now. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should maybe we should learn from our Let's own. cut it. Yeah. All right. Well, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Okay. Coming into winter, I think you and I are still going to try to play as much as we can. Yes. Even with the cold weather. Um, I guess we're not going to play this coming week with Thanksgiving. It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, everyone be, have a great holiday. Enjoy yeah. Thanksgiving. Goddamn family. I know. Unbelievable. You know, we should have more people that play golf in our family. So then, you know, we can go out and play Tell golf on Thanksgiving. It. Tell me about it. All right, we got to work. Because we that. can't leave our family again, you no, and I, and no, go play golf. No, no, that would be. Can we just go out really early? What about Maybe like, we can like seven a.m. Be home yeah. by and get home done by, by twelve. Yeah, let's check the weather. Yeah, hopefully there's no frost delay. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, what? There's nothing to cook or do, right? Just eat. No parade to watch. No. no. Yeah, the balloons are going to be grounded. No children to wake up with and hang out with, yeah. you know, in their pajamas. But let's golf. We don't care about that no, stuff. No. No. Child, childhoods for, for. Can you imagine spending Thanksgiving for children? Thanksgiving with Lou, oh at that table. God, oh my, my head would explode. Honestly, Thanksgiving dinner at Lou's house would. Everybody, be hurry up and eat. Hard. We got great dessert. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> right? You're only eating the dark meat. Right? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, well, until next time, Kez. Yeah. Friday's round. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the holiday.